Uh, hey, you up all night tossing, turning, mind racing, trouble getting to sleep, trouble staying asleep? Well, welcome. This is Sleep With Me, the podcast that's here to put you to sleep. We do it with a bedtime story. All you need to do is get in bed, turn out the lights and press play. I'm going to do the rest. And what I'm going to do is create a safe place where you can set aside whatever it is that's keeping you awake, whether it's... Uh, thinking or feeling or sensing or uh you know noise whatever it is uh the the safe place is a place where you can you you can either lay that stuff down before you uh enter in or ideally i'll distract you from that and what i'm gonna do is i'm gonna send my voice across the deep dark night I'm going to try to use lulling, soothing tones, pointless meanders, slow going. I don't know if I've ever used that before, but tonight I may use that slow going. It'll be slow going here. Sleep with me. You know, essence of molasses. I've never used that, but tonight I might use essence of molasses. The spirit of molasses. I think that was a ship that... uh, that ship didn't sink. It just it just took forever. Doom! A little molasses joke there. Took forever to get there. Uh, but what I'm gonna use all those techniques for is is to take your mind off of stuff, uh, like uh, distract you, so that either I can escort you across the threshold uh, from wake to sleep, or I can distract you as you float across. Ideally, waking into the waiting arms of Morpheus, or just a pillow, you know, giant, which I think Morpheus is covered in pillows in, in this, this particular Morpheus, not the other famous Morpheuses. This is the Morpheus, uh, for just the pillow, Morpheus, the, the pillow guy, the god of pillows. Uh, hyper, you know, he's, that's the main, it's, it's a, it's gender neutral Morpheus, just, just so everybody knows, but also hyper, hypoallergenic. Uh, this is what, what they, I, I said, can you send me some talking points for Morpheus? Cause they, they said, can you have your people get in touch with my people? And they said, this is a bank. And I said, right. I, I said, I need to get a hold. I said, I thought this was, and they said, no, this is Michigan. I said, oh, I'm trying to reach Morpheus, not Michigan. And I said, Wh- whoopsie. Uh, I said, do you have a number for Morpheus? And they said, from the movie? No, no. I said, no, no, no. I said, movie? No, no. I'm trying to reach the guy to sleep. I think it's the guy to sleep. I didn't, actually, I didn't do my research clearly because I'm calling you. I said, do you have any, is your bank sleep friendly? And they said, it's actually, no one comes to the bank barely. So it's pretty dull here. And I said, man, I could do, could, could, would, would you, could I speak to your manager? Could I do an on location episode there? And they said, no, 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 we're already, they said, no, no, you're, you're not allowed to allowed here. And I said, well, okay, anyway, back to my problems. Could you, do you have a number for Morpheus? Not the Morpheus from the movies, the real Morpheus, the god of pillows, the god of snuggling in. You know, when you, not when with another, it could be with another person, but you know, when you get your face in there, you bury it in and you go, you know, you, with your cheek, you know, stuff that cats do. That's what Morpheus is the god of, or the get, well, Morpheus is not, the god and goddess. I wish there was a word that covered god and goddess. 
You know, don't you, doesn't that bother you? Oh, you've got to get back. You have a customer. I thought you said it wasn't busy. That Don't most people just take pictures of their checks? Well, anyway, do, do, believe it or not, I'm sorry to call your bank. Believe it or not, I'm, in, I'm, in, I'm recording the opening of a podcast. So, you know, I've got, you know, I've got customers, too, a lot of them. And they're wondering what I'm talking about. Could you put me, could, could you put me on the phone with your customer first? I think that would be pretty good material. Well, hello, ma'am. Yes, I, I'm here. Uh, you, do you, like, uh, did you get a toaster when you opened your account at the bank? You did. That's good. Um, I was wondering, do you are you familiar with Morpheus? What am I saying? Morpheus. Morpheus. Are you familiar with Morpheus? Yes, the god of sleep. Oh, are you a big fan of Bullfinch? Because I, I, one day I plan on reading Bullfinch. You are. You used to teach mythology. Excellent. I guess I've reached the right person. Do you have a contact number for Morpheus? I, I, uh, I believe it or not, I don't have a way to get in touch with Morpheus. And that's my. That's what I do. This is, ma'am. You're gonna have to. You're gonna laugh yourself to sleep tonight. But uh, I, uh, my job is to escort people into the arms of Morpheus, and I don't even have a way to reach Morpheus. Isn't that wild? Morpheus. Wait. I'm sorry. What? If Morpheus wants to talk to me, they will get a hold of me. Well, I'm gr- glad you used a proper pronoun, at least, ma'am. Clearly, you're you're familiar with as Morpheus as I am. Oh, you have a PhD in Bullfinch. Well, that's no bull, ma'am. If you don't mind me saying so. Oh boy. If you do hear from Morpheus, if you could just say, Morpheus, hey, uh, reach out to school. No smoting either. Please, I do. I prefer not to be smoted, especially by a pillow god. Or, you know, could we do like a pillow pillow uh, being? I don't want to be smoted, you know, because I would rather always have positive memories of pillows. You know, and not be in some afterlife where I'm like, oh... He's the one covered in pillows. That's Scooter. Cross Morpheus. Okay, thanks, ma'am. I'll let you get back. Are you making a deposit or withdrawal? You know, it's none of my business. Of course it's not. Thank you, ma'am. Thanks. No, you don't have to put me on with the teller. Because I'm actually I'm in the middle of a podcast intro. It's the craziest thing I know. Are you Actually, could you put me on? Could you just ask the teller, uh, like I'm having a problem with my toaster oven, and I don't want another toaster. Okay, no, bye. Sorry, folks, I'm back. Uh, if you're new to the podcast, oh, boy, that is uh, what happens here. Uh, like, uh, so that's the old take. Here, here's, uh, here's a little proposal. Did, were you thinking about all the stuff that normally keeps you awake while I was talking, while I had that little bank transaction? Well, that's good. Wait, oh, is this, the, I'm still on the phone with the bank teller. Did I put you to sleep? Oh, boy. Oh, you lost your job. Okay, well, I'm still, I thought I had broken away from your call. The call is coming from within my brain. Oh, boy. Okay, I better get back to my audience then. Excuse me, sorry about that. That was my brain. Nothing to worry about, just my, you know. So if you're new here, the podcast is a little bit uh, different, a little bit goofy, but made to take your mind off stuff so that, uh, so that you can fall asleep. So you clearly, you don't need to take me seriously. Uh, you're under no pressure to fall asleep. But if you do, you know, you can stop listening whenever you feel like it. I'll be here the whole time. 
Uh, tonight I'll be here like uh, over an hour. So if you if you if you're uh, having trouble sleeping or you just can't sleep and you want a companion in the deep dark night, that's what I'm here for to tell you a bedtime story. So let me use lulling, soothing. As you've seen, I'm going to use get distracted. I'm going to indulge in those distractions. Talking to bank tellers, that's a great way to put people to sleep. Talking to bank customers, you know, just curious, you know, I'll be curious about the misfires of my brain. But with the whole purpose, uh, whatever, you know, you may be a polytheist, you know, you may be into polytheism when it comes to your pillow god and goddesses. Or you may just have one, whatever it is, I'd love to help you fall asleep. Because I've been there and I know what it's like not to be able to fall asleep. So that's it. You like uh, trying to think of what else I like. uh, Clearly, there's not much to cover here. You don't need to take me seriously. And uh, I'm glad you're here. I realize it might have taken some skepticism to to overcome uh, and say, well, let me check this podcast out. Let me give this a shot. And I appreciate that. And I hope I can earn your trust. This podcast doesn't work for everybody. Uh, You know, I hope it works for you because I'm glad you're here. And I really hope and I really yearn to help you fall asleep. So so thank you so much for stopping by. Uh, hey, you have all my tossing, turning, mind racing, trouble getting to sleep, trouble staying asleep. Welcome. This is Sleep With Me, the podcast that's here to put you to sleep. We do it with a bedtime story. All you need to do is get in bed, turn out the lights and press play. I'm going to do the rest, and what I'm going to do is create a safe place where you can set aside whatever's been keeping you awake, whether it's uh, thinking, feeling, concerns, you know, past and past to the future. You know, movie titles, a lot of movie titles have the future and the past in their titles or about those subjects. Uh, but, you know, it could be movies, you could watch a movie, you could be making a movie, you know, you could be... You could be moving, holy moly, moving, don't even get me started. Any kind of move, you know, they say, why are you going to be more, you're going to move around. And I guess that's a good thing, you know, but moving, if you're moving, you know, you're not going to, and I'm here to help you, that's going to make it tough to sleep. But, but, you know, it could be something physical, it could be something you're feeling, Uh, it could be something totally totally different. Whatever it is, I want to take your mind off of it. I'm going to use uh, lulling, creaky, dulcet tones. I'm going to launch off on my wings of uh, Icarian pointlessness. Yes, that's a made-up word, but, uh, you know, you get what it means. Uh, Maybe, maybe not. You know, I think I think there's a, I think that must be a metaphor for sleeplessness, that whole Icarus and, uh, what was his dad's name? I want to say Flagolas. I know it's not that. Uh, his dad has a name related to something where you're like, of course that's his name. Uh, but you you think about it like that. That that is like one of the like don't think about Icarus at bedtime. I just blew that. Clearly, I don't follow my own rules. Uh, but your brain will pull whatever the you know the five like the, there's a couple levels to that. Uh, anyway, let me I'll, I'll get to that in a minute. Let me welcome the new people. If you're new here, welcome. Uh, it's a podcast to put you to sleep to take your mind off of stuff. That's the safe place I'm creating here. Uh, did I say I'm trying to create a safe place? Because it doesn't, you know, it certainly doesn't sound like it. <laughs> uh, but I am, you know, it's a metaphor. You can't get, you can't get any safer than a mishandled metaphor. And that's what I do. 
you know, the only accident that happens is that, you know, the, when I miss and metaphor mishaps, there you go. Autobiography number 12, Gingerbread Press 2032. What did I say? Metaphorical mishaps. I guess that sounds like more like uh, maybe it needs work. You're right. It does need work. Uh, but if you're new here, a couple of things to cover. One, the podcast meant to take your mind off stuff. Uh, you don't have to fall asleep to it, but you don't need to listen to me. You know, I think I'm making that perfectly clear by just being myself. Uh, if you if you don't like the intros, the timestamps are in there. You can skip these intros, but a lot of people fall asleep to them. Or, or you know, it's, it's about creating a safe place, you know, where everybody feels welcome. That's this kind of podcast. Uh, we also have a podcast that comes out on uh, Monday and Wednesday called Sleep to Strange. That doesn't have any intros at all. But, you know, I like making the intros. Uh, because they say, you know, my brain, my brain, my brain's like, finally, I have a place to... You know, put, 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 what do they call it? Put my confusion front and center. I don't know. I thought my brain was like, I got a great one. And I said, go, you're on. And it said, oh, wait, I, I forgot what I was going to say. And I said, but it, I think on display, was that what you were going to say, brain? Put, put my, conf- you know, put be something like that. But this podcast is meant to distract you. You, you. you know, take your mind off stuff. You listen to me. Like, I'll do this intro for a little while. Maybe I'll try to get back to the Sicarian, you know, the Sicarian thing. Uh, then what I'll do is, uh, you know, do do uh, like a little setup, and then we'll be on to our, uh, like, our, what do you call that thing? Every week I've been doing this podcast, I can never remember what it is. Procedural show, uh, Nuns in Space, uh, which is about some nuns in space uh, and me, Scooter. Uh, by the way, nice to meet you. Thanks for coming by. Honestly, if you're new here, I, I appreciate your time. I appreciate you listening to the show. Uh, but what was I saying is, is uh, this podcast is an alternative to some of the nighttime narratives you might be presented with when you're on your own. And one of those could be, Icar- I like using this term because I don't know what it means either. Icar- not Icarian. I, I think I know what that means, even though that's not a word. But adjacent, I never know, like, I, I like using that, like soft power. Don't know what that means. I love using, I said, this podcast is based on soft power. Uh, and this podcast is Icarian adjacent. Icarian, could, that could be a chapter in a book. I don't think that could be its own book, Brain. But Icarian adjacent means, like, sometimes you lie down and you're faced with the, I don't know if that a par- I think it's the other one, not a paradox, the, the Icarian dilemma. Or my dilemma, I can't, I know I know the dad's name. It's somewhere in my gray matter, gray goop matter, but I can't, the father's name's not coming to me. And I'm sure everybody's kind of yelling, and that's fine, get, you know, get off your chest, that'll help you fall asleep, a little bedtime catharsis. Well, you know, a lot of us are familiar with this thing, but there's a couple, there's a dad and a kid, they made these wings with wax and wings, you know, feathers and, and wood or something. And they were in this tower, and they didn't have long enough hair like Rapunzel to climb. I guess Rapunzel couldn't use her own hair. There's a paradox, you know. Uh, but, but, I mean, she probably could. Maybe she did. But, but it's so they make these wings, you know, to get out of there. They're in this tower. They want to hit the road because they think they're in charge of some building a maze. They think, you know, you want any of this sort of stuff with facts, you got to get a hold of Rick Reardon or somebody. But, or, you know, Bullfinch. Uh, or, uh, 
wrote the other one. Edith, uh, Edith, she wrote Bullfinch, right? Edith uh, something. But anyway, so they, they're up in this tower. They make these wings, and the, the dad says, you know, okay, we're going to use these wings to fly out of here. Maybe they were doing a test flight or something. The sun happened to be out. And the dad's, you know, the dad's wicked worried. You know, we got to get out of here. I got my son. We're testing these wings out. So a whole lot of projection. I don't know what they did. I don't think they had a DSVM back then because it would have been made out of tablets or something. But So they go start flying. And the dad says, whatever you do, you know, don't have too much fun, more or less, you know. And the kid says, okay, you're going to, you like, you're t- dad, you're telling me these wings are going to work? And he says, oh, yeah, I think so, maybe. And then the dad says, but yeah, just, you know, we're just, you." he goes, you're going to fly, but don't really fly. Just use it to get out of here. And the kid probably said, well, why the heck don't you just give, make a parachute then, dad? What, what are you making these wings for? Again, I'm par- paramithing here. And then so they start flying. And the kid, of course, as soon as it, the, the wings work, one, so the dad's like, holy crap, the wings work. Two, the wings work. And there's this young male. He's flying. He's been imprisoned, and he's flying, and of course he's caught up in the intoxication of flights. So he flies, you know, flies and flies and flies, and then, of course, the wings were made from some, you know, wax they were able to gather. Well, let's not get into the details of where they, you know, where they're getting this wax from. And the sun melts the wings, and the kid decides he's not going to, you know, then the kid, you know, just says, hey, let me land here on these, this ground. And, you know, the whole message is don't fly too close to the sun. And it says, okay, wait a second. What, you're going to let me fly, but, don't you know, don't enjoy it. Dude. Trust me. Like, who, who who writes a myth like that? I mean, who paramyths that, you know? And then the dad, I think I talked about this in another podcast when I actually had more details. But, oh, boy, what a freaking shame sandwich he had to eat after that thing, even after he tried to project his, you know, so, and then he was still, I, I don't think, maybe the dad didn't even take off. He said, son, you tried. I think there's a couple other layers in there missing. But if any of that kind of stuff goes through a bedtime, like the, the never to fly too close to the sun or whatever, would you say, wait a second, because like, I have that, holy cow, that message has got a pathway in my brain. I mean, just doing this podcast constantly, it's like, well, why'd you start a podcast well, because I had this idea and I thought it would help people fall asleep and I wanted to see if it would work. And I like telling stories. I always wanted to tell some, well, that's a bad idea. Okay, which part? Well, all of it. Because are people going to listen to this podcast? Yeah, I think so. Maybe. I don't know. It'll take a while. And then now it's been three years I've been making this podcast. People listen to it. Uh, started off with like 10 people. Now there's a good amount of people that listen to it. Thanks for listening, by the way. But that Icarian brain says, you, do you like making that podcast? Yeah, I do. I like it. It's just challenging, but I really do enjoy it, and it helps people sleep, and I enjoy that aspect, too. So I enjoy the creative part, and I enjoy it. Well, that's a terrible idea. You're still going to make that podcast. Now that people listen to it, that's a really bad idea. You're going to keep making it now? Well, I don't see that I have a choice. It helps people sleep, and I love making it. <laughs> You're flying too close to the sun. That's, that's a, so I don't know if it gets like that at bedtime. It kind of was, some, you know, there you go, me, me, metaphor mishap. Uh, there was also a metaphor about mishaps, a mythological me, me, metaphor mishap about mishaps. What about that one? There's, there's a book I couldn't write, but maybe I will. Uh, 
mythological mishaps, the Icarus story. And I just heard Telemachus or somebody say, that's not funny. And they said, well, did I just get shamed by a character unrelated? Why don't you, why don't you just toss me in the Aegean Sea? And they say, you think you're hilarious with your... You talk, and I say, well, I'm just, you know, it's just a metaphorical mishap. Uh, uh, you know, whatever your name is with the freaking, I know, I know you were the one that messed up and made the, we had to make the maze. You know, they wouldn't have been, if it wasn't for you and you're messing around. So anyway, uh, anyway, I was trying to make one more uh, classical humor. There's, you know. So I'm glad you're here. That's my main thing. If you're skeptical, I mean, why wouldn't you be? Uh, but I'm glad you're here. The whole purpose is to, to try to help you fall asleep, to take your mind off stuff. Well, I did propose that. Did you during this whole, uh, you know, mishap? Did you did you think about any of the stuff that was keeping you awake? Because uh, that's how the rest of the show is going to go. So so I guess what I, my main message is: I'm glad you're here. I appreciate your time. And I really hope and I really yearn to help you fall asleep. The reason is I, I'm sending my voice across the deep, dark night here is because I've been there. And I know what it's like to be sleepless. So if I can help you, it'd be my honor. All right. All right. Hey, you've been like tossing, turning, mind racing, trouble getting to sleep, trouble staying asleep. Well, welcome. This is Sleep With Me, the podcast that's here to put you to sleep. We do with a bedtime story. All you need to do is get in bed, turn out the lights, and press play. I'm going to do the rest. What I'm going to do is create, uh, I guess, a, like cultivate. I guess that's a better word. I just saw that one. I'm going to cultivate a safe place here. And what I mean by cultivate is, uh, well, we'll talk about the cultivation side, I guess, you know, as I look it up as I talk here. Uh, but what's the safe place? Safe place is, is a place... Uh, you know, a place, a place where places is overused. It's a place where you can set aside whatever's been keeping up, whether it's thinking, feeling, uh, physical sensations, like emotional turbulence, emotional, you know, feel emoting. Uh, things, you know, dust motes. That's another thing that's kept me up at night more than once. Uh, sentient dust motes, uh, people making list lists or people listing things, uh, tossing and turning, like, uh, you know, thinking. Did I say thinking? I did. Internal noises, external noises, partners snoring, whatever it is. It could be any anything else. It could be, but ideally it's relatable because it's keeping you awake. And you know what? I know that sucks because uh, I've been there. That's why I make this show. And that's why I send my voice across the deep, dark night uh, with the goal of, uh, you know, distracting you or aiding your crossing over into the arms of Morpheus. And it's a, I guess that's the cultivation of safe places. It's like, okay, I may not know exactly what you're dealing with, what's keeping you up at night. Uh, but ideally, I could relate to it. I say, well, she's like... Uh, when you can't you you can't fall asleep or you can't get a good night's sleep or you go you say man ugh and I can't say I totally understand but I can relate because I've been there even this week and uh, like I guess that's why like it's my honor that I've been doing the show for a little while now three just about three years 
And the show's kind of changed over the while, but the whole idea of the show was, it could, could, yeah, why, why don't we have, why don't grown-ups get bedtime stories? What a rip-off, I, I used to say, uh, before this podcast. And they say, well, why don't you listen to the kids' uh, b- 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 bedtime stories? And they say, well, show, you know, get somebody over here to tell me one, and I'll listen to them. And then I made some calls, and you know they said, "Well, that's just I'm not, you know, I'm not telling." And I said, "Okay." They said, "Then I said, then I okay, let's be honest." I, and then I uh, masqueraded as a answer. I think it was a, you know, so many times I masquerade as university researchers. I'm sorry, university researchers, I've given you such a bad name. I don't think it was his anthropology. I think it was. I said, "Yes, this is uh, Dr. Jones calling." Is this the Bedtime Story Institute? And they said, oh, yes, it is. Uh, how can we have a happy bedtime to you? And I said, well, you know, my research tells us, did a strange man call earlier and ask to have a personal bedtime story? Oh, he did. We told him to call 1-900-BEDTIME-STORY. Oh, do they charge for that? Oh, they do. But, but you know, that that would give him a bedtime story. Okay, but you're an institute, so it must be free, right? Oh, well, it is for children. Okay, well, I, you know, I'm doing this research. I'm, I'm in the anthropology department over here at Big U. Oh, Big U, what's that? It's the university, you know, the big university here. Uh, and, uh, you know, I'm working on a, a thesis, uh, graduate, yeah, doctoral thesis. Oh, that's excellent. It's about bedtime stories, believe it or not. That's why I'm calling the Bedtime Story Institute. Oh, doctor, that is, uh, you're doing bedtime story research. Yes, as a matter of fact, I am. I had it, I've looked through, you know, uh, do you mind if I read you the beginning? Since the eons of time, human beings have craved a narrative. Narrative during the day. But an equal amount of narrative at the night. Oh, Doctor, I, I believe I'm, I, I drifted off there. Oh, you know, it, it may, I'm, I'm working on a theory that adults could use bedtime stories, too. Oh, well, that'd be, for, for adults, who would, who would read adult, an adult bedtime story? Well, I don't know if you'd read it, you'd tell it, you'd craft it, you'd, uh, you'd, you'd give them a bedtime story. Oh, doctor, uh, that's cutting-edge research you're doing there. I don't know if we, uh, it's uh, interesting. Tell adults bedtime stories. You know, doctor, it'd be nice, but I just don't think it's realistic. Why isn't it realistic? Uh, if I can't get the Bedtime Story Institute to help me with my research, are you refusing my request? Well, doctor, you haven't made a request. Oh, well, I was going to request a bedtime story uh, for research purposes. Well, Doctor, I'm afraid we'd have to say, no, we, we do children's bedtime stories for children here at the Bedtime Story Institute. Yeah, but isn't it past children's bedtime right now? Uh, children around the world. Oh, well, how, how do you deliver these bedtime stories to children? Oh, by audio tape. We, we, we do it by audio tape. Okay, well, could you send me an audio tape? Well, Doctor, are you a child? Uh, no, I've got, a chi- I've got a child living, you know, in my heart, a young child, oh, so young. 
Uh, Doctor, I have to go. The idea of it—it'd be nice, but I just don't think you're re- being realistic. Goodbye. So that—that's how my uh, attempted research went to be. So that's what led to the podcast. And this is so. Yeah, it's exactly what happened. And then the next day, I said, "Well, Doctor Jones, uh, no, I think the not line from me is no love for you, Doctor. No bedtime story for you, Doctor Jones." And then I said, uh, "Oh boy, if a fake ant- if a fake anthropologist can't call a fake bed- bedtime story institute and get a bedtime story, what hope is there for the rest of the sleepless adults in the world?" And that's when lightning struck, and you know my personality divided once again. And I said, "Huh? Well, what if uh, this part of me said, hey, what about me? My name's Scoots. I tell bedtime stories to everybody.'" And I said, what is that accent? Is that a regional accent? I'm not familiar with that. You live inside me with that accent? No, I could change my accent. I could just do this accent. Okay, so you're telling me you tell bedtime stories to grown-ups and you live inside me. That's so convenient. Yeah, actually, I was pretending to be Dr. Jones. I I figured that would uh, start your heroic quest to tell bedtime stories. Well, my heroic quest ended in failure. They rejected me, and I gave up. Oh, well, I think you should keep going with this and, and do bedtime. And so then, this is this, this is now how the podcast came to be, but it, you know, it kind of sums it up with what I, I think that took me eight minutes to say. What I, the thing was, I said, why isn't there any bedtime stories for grownups? You have to repurpose, you know, you could repurpose good podcasts, or you could listen to audiobooks, or you could listen to Bob Ross or other stuff. And I said, "What? What the heck?" And and I said, "This is this is it's you know this is people like bedtime stories. What can I, I so? Oh boy, I, I don't know. I think I got too. I drifted too off. I'm I'm, think, I'm thinking about putting on my tweed jacket and heading out into the night." But if you're new here or you've been here a while or whatever, this this is the deal. I, I, I know what it's like not to be able to sleep. And if I can help you, can't help everybody, but if I can help you out either to, to put you to sleep, uh, distract you as you drift off, put you back to sleep if you wake up in the middle of the night, uh, keep you asleep. Some people just listen to the podcast all night. Uh, keep you company. That's, that's, I get to that one. Or, you know, I guess with keeping you company, some people now, you know, listen to podcasts, either distract them during the day or as background. I'm happy to be background noise. I'll tell you what qualifies me to make a sleep podcast. I'm happy to be background noise. I'm the white fan of podcasts. Is that what they call it? White noise, white fan. Holy Freudian slip. Uh, yeah, but it, like, uh, I'm the white noise of podcasts, and and it'd be my honor uh, to, uh, to 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 just be be the buzzing noise that you barely hear. But, but that's my last point: is I'll be here the whole time, giving it my all. So if you can't sleep, or it takes you a little while, hopefully I could you know make you uh, you know barely smile, get giggle. And then you know, we call board giggles around around here. These parts we call them board giggles, board giggles, or board giggles. Uh, I guess that's my point. So, so I make this podcast tonight. We're talking about uh, 
Tonight's a metastasis news episode, so up gumming here, well, up gumming, up gumming. It's like my my mouth is gumming. Um, coming up here, we'll do the housekeeping. Then we'll have a Spanish story, which means I'll use the Spanish words from the metastasis news, which is the Colombian version of Breaking Bad. And I'll make a little story as I try to learn Spanish, not to make fun of Spanish. You know, if there's any fool, it's me. Uh, and also genuinely trying to learn through this method, which has probably been proven, you know, ineffective. But it's great for story meanders. Then I'll talk about the episode of Metastas News. I'll run through that of what I learned and what I could infer. And then we'll talk about the cor- corresponding episode of Breaking Bad. Everything's sanitized for bedtime. And, you know, then we'll wrap it up with some thanks and good nights. So I'll be here right around an hour, probably more. You want to set your sleep timer? Go ahead and set it now for 60 minutes. I've actually set it for 40 minutes, 45 minutes now. Uh, but I guess that's it. You know, this podcast, it, uh, you're not under any pressure to listen. You're not under any pressure to fall asleep. Take your time. You know, settle in, pull up the covers, press play. That's what I always say. You know, the other thing I always say is, is I'm glad you're here. I'm glad you found your way here. I'm glad you took the courage or the risk or overcame the skepticism to give this a shot. You know, because it's just, if I could be in service to you, if this thing I make, uh, and I goof around doing it, but I take it very, very seriously too, I can help you out, be, be beyond an honor for me. So I'm glad you're here. I really hope and I really yearn to help you fall asleep. All right, thanks for coming by. Uh, hey, you all night tossing, turning, mind racing, trouble getting to sleep, trouble staying asleep. Well, welcome. This is Sleep With Me, the podcast that's here to put you to sleep. We do it the bedtime story. All you need to do is get in bed, turn out the lights and press play. I'm going to do the rest. What I'm going to do is create a safe place where you can set aside whatever is keeping you awake, whether it's thinking, feeling, sensing, you know, uh, Outside noises, uh, stuff, you got stuff going on, you know, whatever it is, uh, whether it's any one of those things or something different, I want to take your mind off of that. I want to distract you. So here it is. I'm smoothing it out, smoothing it out, a safe place. I'm using my creaky dulcets to soothe out a safe place here for you. And the way I'm going to do is I'm going to send my voice across the deep, dark night. I'm going to use, like I said, those creaky dulcet tones, repeating myself or restating, I would say restating facts. I don't even think I have factoids on this podcast, but uh, like, uh, you know, restating stuff, uh, repeating myself, recircling, uh, paraphr- I, I do a lot of, par- I don't do paraphrasing, I do par- like quote, what do you call that? I thought, I think it is paraphrasing, Good, poor paraphrasing, triple alliteration. I don't know if I could get a quiet. Can you do, is there too much alliteration? That's a question that hasn't been answered on this podcast. Because uh, they'd say you're canceled. Luckily, here's another tip. A podcast can't be canceled. But I did get a letter from uh, the Alliteration Council that said that I'm diluting the power of alliteration. And, they, you know, when this decade finally comes to a close, they already have it planned out. The man who did the most damage to alliteration did done the most, was, uh, I guess I got to think of an alliteration, a little, that'll really get him. 
done, done, done. The damage, done, done damage to alliteration. I don't think that counts. I don't even know if that's a But they said that, to 20, you know, 2021. Well, I don't know, it's a decade. A new decade starts in 2020. So I guess I'll probably be getting, I don't think it'll be an award. But, you know, they, they won't, they take the alliteration seriously. So they won't be alliterative. They'll just say the man who's done the most damage to the alliteration this decade, the decade of damaging alliteration, uh, dear Scooter. And I'll say, well, uh, which I'm, I said, is that going to be a black tie ceremony? Cause I, I said, could you uh, give me a rental fee? And they said, well, you're not invited. It's a roast. And I said, well, then you definitely need me there if you're going to be roasting me. I'd say, is it a righteous roast? Is it a, a roast of rascals? And they'd say, they, they, then they, they said, please stop calling here. So over alliteration, I guess misuse, misuse of misuse of a lot of stuff. Holy misusage is uh, misusage is I've done a few. Yeah, but let's reset here. So this is a podcast to take your mind off stuff. Uh, I'm going to try to escort you across the threshold from wake to sleep uh, and uh, escort you or do, you know, while you float across, uh, I'll just be talking to you. So instead of thinking about whatever's keeping you awake or any of that stuff, you can just listen to me ramble. Now, tonight we're going to have a guest on, and I don't know if we're going to have a debate. We still haven't decided on the format. I think maybe we'll have a debate, but this guest is going to come on, and we're going to talk about some things. And uh, But you don't need to listen. You could hear it, or you could you know, be aware that there's chatter going on. But the, the ideal thing is that you drift off into sleep, but you say, well, it's kind of listening to him, and then, you know— he did that thing where he pauses, and then he re- reconsiders what he just said. Then he tries to, you know, restate it. So, yeah, I'm going to try to take your mind off of stuff. And the reason I do the podcast, statement of purpose, so he'll do a restatement of purpose soon, is uh, because I've been there, lying there alone in the deep, dark night, uh, and hoping that something would take my mind off of the fact that I was lying there. And that's what I, the goal the, the pinnacle of this podcast is, is, is be your boyfriend, uh, to be the person, you know, in an imaginary sense, sitting at the foot of your bed or in a, you know, this a silent rocking chair, which they have not invented yet. You know, because like, I don't understand why they don't have to. And don't get me started on those freaking glider rocker things. I say that's going to be, you know, talk about being sold a false bill of goods. Uh, I don't know, like, I, I got to sit down with whoever patented that thing. You know, I'd probably be sitting down with their lawyers after this. But, uh, you know, why don't they have two kinds of rocking chairs? Daytime rocking chair and a nighttime rocking chair. Or when people are trying to sleep. Because, you know, there's definitely, the night, you know, because a rocking chair is nice, that motion. You know, and you say, well, get a nice, one of those nice carpets. And I say, well, it's still going to creak. Let's be honest, it's a rocking chair. And I said, well, maybe if I was a scientist, I'd create a stealth knocker, uh, which sounds like something else. Uh, and and uh, those people that listen to the podcast regularly know that one of my hobbies is listening to knocks. So I guess that was a Freudian slip because it would be a stealth rocker, not a stealth knocker, Scoots. I said, you're right. It would be a stealth rocker. It also sounds like that sounds like a movie, the stealth rocker. 
would be the stealth rock? Because how much could you rock if you were a stealth rocker? You say, well, it's the superhero, the stealth rocker. I said, exactly. I'm trying to, I don't understand what their, is their superpower that they rock or they rock stealthily? Or, no, no, their job is they're a rocker. Okay. Yeah, sorry, we can't, sorry, I can't take that. Uh, they could be a, a, a podcast character one day, the stealth rocker. But believe it or not, I mean, one, I'm in the middle of a podcast intro, and I'm trying to invent a new rocking chair, the stealth rocker. Well, what will it do? Well, it'll rock when it won't bother me when I'm trying to, when I, well, when I'm, when I'm imaginarily telling a story to these fine listeners we have here, I'll be rocking stealthily, so it won't sound like I'm rocking, and they won't know I'm rocking, but they'll feel the soothing essences of someone rocking nearby in a rocking chair stealthily. Stealthily, that sounds like, that's, po- stealthily I rock, stealthily I rock in this rocking chair. Because I'm the stealth rocker. I mean, a stealth rocker. Stealth rock. Oh, did I tell you this episode is sponsored by Stealth Rockers? Uh, you know, kick Kickstarter pending. Uh, you know, do you know pending someone else doing all the work? But yeah, one day people will talk. You know, when the homes are filled with, you know, when the glide. Because tell you what, what would you rather? If you have a glider rocker, you already know the answer. You'd rather have a stealth rocker. You say, well, those glider rockers are easy to go. Don't you, we we need an actual rocking chair where you can build up momentum, where you can pretend you're in the circus and, you know, over rock and then leap out and say, ta-da. These are the things rocking chairs were invented for. You know, reliving, you know, the rocking horse win, winner. Um, you know, contemplating things, spilling things on yourself. That's another, I don't know if the stealth rocker can solve that. That would be the stealth rocker deluxe. Spillproof. Stealth and spillproof. Stealth rocker plus. Stealth rocker 7, 7S or whatever. Also with Bluetooth. Uh, and, you know, the other one, it's got a freaking G8 chip in there. You know, for stabilization, that's why it doesn't spill any drinks. Stealth rocker. So, okay, if you're new here, here's you, you got a pretty good dose of the podcast. I'm the kind of man who invents, uh, well, doesn't, I'm, I can't claim to be an inventor, but I think about things like, and I, again, I say this is a perfectly good, like here I am telling you a bedtime story. If you were going to have someone come and tell you a bedtime story, you'd want them in a stealth rocker. Pre-purchase is available. Uh, I don't have a URL yet, but you could just, you know, you pay me direct, uh, Stealth Rocker. And, uh, you know, that would be nice because there is an essence of rocking in a rocking chair that's soothing at bedtime, minus the noises. That's I'm stuck. My, sometimes my brain gets worn in these. Uh, so that's the podcast uh, is to make, take your mind off. So now while I was doing all this Stealth Rocking, let me ask you a question. Were you thinking about all the other things that were keeping you awake or did it try to distract, kind of distract you a little bit? The uh, fact that a grown man can bear, you know, is just still distracted by a stealth rocker. Also the fact that I know at least I'm like, huh, what would that stealth rocker be like? The superhero stealth rocker. Sounds like that's, you know, needs a little more time in the, uh, in the story swamp. 
But, uh, yeah, they, they, so that's the package. It's meant to take your mind off stuff, not meant to be taken seriously, not meant to be, you know, you can listen. I'll be here for an entire hour giving it my all. So if you can't sleep or it takes you a while, there'll be a mildly entertaining, you know, stuff going on. Uh, maybe a debate. I'm not positive yet. And I'll be here the whole time uh, to keep you company, you know, rocking in my imaginary stealth rocker. But you can fall asleep whenever you want. You're under no pressure to fall asleep. Just do it at your leisure, just like as leisurely as I'm rocking right now. Well, you know, I do this because I've been there. And if uh, this podcast doesn't work for everybody, but I hope it works for you. I appreciate you overcoming the skepticism to try it out. You know, say, well, hey, let me give this thing a shot. Heard about it and uh, crazy ideas, you know, crazy. It was the, uh, it went to stealthrocker.com and then, you know, that didn't work because you are, you know, like I said, I didn't get that URL yet. So then I put typed in, who was the idiot talking about the stealth rocker? I said, com. dear Scooter. Well, yeah, I'm here to tell you a bedtime story. Take your mind off of the fact that it hasn't been invented yet. Uh, but in some sense, maybe I am. Within the safe place, within the deep, dark night, one man tells stories. They're dull. Sometimes they're senseless. And that man's there for you. He's the stealth rocker. So I'm glad you're here. And I really hope I really yearn to help you fall asleep, all right? I hate you all night tossing, turning, mind racing, trouble getting to sleep, trouble staying asleep. Well, welcome this is Sleep With Me, the podcast that's here to put you to sleep. We do it with a bedtime story. All you need to do is get in bed, turn out the lights and press play. I'm going to do the rest. And what I'm going to do is create a safe place where you can set aside whatever's keeping you awake, whether it's uh, tossing and turning, you know, thinking, you know, stuff on your mind or off your mind, you know, say, why'd you forget that? You know, that kind of stuff. Uh, feelings, like either you're feeling something emotionally or physically, you got to change your routine outside, whatever it is, I'm going to try to take your mind off of it. It could be something totally different. But here's how I'm going to attempt to do it, especially if you're new here. Welcome. I'm, what I'm going to do is uh, send my voice across the deep, dark night. I try to slow down. I think I'm a little, over, you know, a little overexcited to dull you to sleep here. I'm going to use a pace that's not quite tepid, but, you know, you'd say, you'd say you know, you'd be like, he's, he's moving. I'm not as slow as the sloth in uh, Zootopia, but, uh, you know, you wouldn't confuse me for, a, you know, rabbit or even an animal that, mo- you know, you say, well, he's, you know, you're no turtle either. And I say, well, turtle-like pace, I'd say. And I can see one part of me. Another thing don't do at bedtime is any Robert's Rules of Order. Don't even wonder what it is because you don't want to know. But there's a point in my brain. There's part of my brain saying point of order, point of order. Okay, I'm going to call on that. Oh, it's a tortoise. Sorry. I was getting, I get a turtle and a tortoise. There's a part of my brain that uh, has the thing about me mixing up turtles and tortoises. And sometimes I'll just say, you know, I'll just try to overuse words. That's another technique, like turtles and tortoises. Tortoises particularly, that feels like a nice, there's not a lot of rough edges. You know, if you're looking at it, you'd say, well, those T's, they've got a rough edge. But tortoise, tortoises is even smoother. Sounds like I was, like, what if, like, that was a new way to say, you know, that's cool. What's up? Like, tortoises. Well, I guess if you were, like, uh. 
Like if your nickname was Tortoise, you'd say, you know, they'd say, what's Tortoise? You know, I guess that would be like, uh, I think therefore I am. If your nickname was Tortoise, you'd just say, Tortoise is. But there's not a lot of room for philosophy at bedtime, unless you're like Mr. or Mrs. Tortoise here, who has a, you know, if you, if you have, if you're adjusted like that, then you could say, what, what, like how much time do you spend on philosophy, Tortoise? Uh, uh, let me tell, let me see how many seconds it's how, uh, it takes me to say this. Tortoise is. What's the meaning of life, Tortoise? I don't even think the, tor- the tortoise would just keep walking at that point and save you. So I don't know what my point is. Anyway, here's what it is. I'm glad you're here. Uh, if you have trouble getting to sleep, whether it's for whatever variety of reasons, uh, I'm going to try to take your mind off stuff. As I said back there, Sometimes I'll repeat myself. That's another technique I use, totally intentional in this case, as an example. But what I'm going to try to do is, because like, I have trouble sleeping. I don't think, I, I'll be honest, let's let's uh, let's put the spotlight on me here. I'm having a little trouble with this intro. Uh, so maybe it's because I'm like, huh, trying to focus on it, just in case you're new, easing you into this whole, this, uh, this story swamp, uh, full of friendly tortoises, or tor- are they tortai? I'll tell you what, those are a couple other things I've been, you know, here's the things we've learned tonight that you shouldn't have in bed with you. Robert's Rules of Order, which I think, let me just explain it for anybody that doesn't know what it is, because I barely do. It's like a bunch of rules if you want to run a meeting. Uh, Probably prevent chaos, but really what it causes, I think, is passive. Like, I think Robert's Rules of Order, I remember reading a study in my brain, one of the fictional parts of my brain. Uh, that said that using Robert's rules of order at any sort of meeting increases uh, passive aggressiveness and teeth grinding by 8,000%. Again, it's no offense to the Robert's rules of order estate or the, you know, don't please don't send me any letters. I get enough anyway from these uh, barristers. So no Robert's rules of order is a bedtime. Try to stay away from philosophy. Don't have any philosophy before bed, you know, or in bed. And then sticking with this theme, no torts. You know, you can have fictional tortoises and tortoise-eye, but don't stay away from tort, tort reform or just torts in general, even if you're in the tort business. And also tarts. You probably don't want any tarts in bed because they got a lot of crumbs. So let's just say straight up, you know, an hour before bedtime, you know, it was, you know no more financials, no more torts. Philosophy rules, rules and orders. Let's let's put that in there. Unless you're on a vacation and you're putting in that room service order for breakfast, then go ahead. I'll give you a second to do that. And you probably could in that case because it's not your room. You know, you could buy, probably get a breakfast torch. So we'll wait on that. You know, what do they have? Do they have anything within a, a crumbly apple torch? Or what about, why don't you order a savory one, too? Yeah, I like that spinach, spinach, spinach tort. Yeah, well, I'm not, I don't do goat cheese. Thank you. I think, I don't think I'm allergic to it, but I don't, yeah. I, I have a thing, I don't know. I can taste something that other people can't. Oh, what can I taste in the goat cheese? I believe I can taste the goat in, in the goat cheese. Uh, where with cow, I can't taste the cow in the cow's milk, but I know that's strange, and I probably shouldn't be just talking about this in the middle of a podcast intro. Sorry about that, folks. I got a little, uh, a little role, lost in the role play. That is a main theme on this podcast. 
But if you can't tell, there's no reason to take this podcast seriously. Now, this is, let's talk about two parallels here. I take the podcast very seriously, but you don't have to take me or the podcast seriously. Like, that's my job. The rigor and the work that goes on behind the scenes, this this show should sound like I'm just sitting there, like an odd little man's telling you a bedtime story, you know, at a comfortable distance. That's my goal. That's my job. And your job is just to kick back and listen at your convenience and say, well, torts and tarts, huh? Torts and tarts and rules of order, not in my bed, but, you know, and then you see, you know, you see, maybe I'll pile them all on the back of a tortoise and the tortoise would carry. And I say, well, what are you trying to steal my podcast? Are you doing my podcast material? Well, if you're doing it while you're drifting off, you maybe won't really say, well, what was that? Was that something Scooter was talking about? And you say, I don't know. I think he was talking about tart reform. He's he's uh, he's against tartness. He's, I think he was railing against uh, sweet tarts. And, and, and uh, you know him, when he gets on those candy tirades, he just can't get down from them. Oh, you know what probably was, honey? He probably had a bunch of sweet tarts before he recorded. And then he had that sweet, oh, this is a quick, this came up right out of nowhere. Anybody have, ever have a sweet tart fever? And I know some of you can relate, not a fever, like, oh boy, I got to get me some sweet tarts. But like you had, you consume so many sweet tarts, you feel feverish. I guess that would be it. I would call it a sweet tart fever. Uh, but it's actually like you consume so many sweet tarts, you feel feverish. I'm just going to pause so you can check your recollections. It's definitely not something you do at bedtime, but I just want you to know whose podcast you're listening to. And also, I guess I'm curious if anybody else has gotten feverish from sweet tarts or sweet tart-like products as sweet tarts. And the only reason I would over-consume your product is because I love it, uh, you know, till, till I get feverish. And it's not, I think it's like not even that many. So I guess I just went, did you just see what just happened? I Like uh, part of my brain predicted I would go on a sweet tart. That wasn't really a tirade. I love sweet tarts. Oh, actually, I, never mind. I was thinking of the other one. So sorry, sweet tarts. I love sweet tarts too, though. But uh, like you got the ones that have the candy coating. They're the same as sweet tarts, but they have a candy coating. I don't know. I can't remember what those are called. Those were what what was I was picturing in my brain, but so but but I, you can also do the same thing with sweet tarts. I've had a sweet tart. I've been feverish from sweet tarts. Then there's bottle caps. Those don't make me feverish. I prefer the root beer bottle cap. By the way, if you're you know if you're keeping score at home, you know if you don't. I mean, Halloween's coming up, so you know this is the time to start thinking about. Uh, I don't know. I don't know how. I think I was talking about something totally different. Now I'm talking about uh, sweet tart after effects. It's feverish for sweet tarts. There you go. I'll do a campaign for you instead of you sending me any cease and desist. Uh, you put you send me a shirt that says I'm feverish for sweet tarts. I won't do it on the podcast, but I'll walk around with it. Probably. Or sweet tart fever, but I think that's confusing. I don't think we'd want to do when I can overconsume sweet tarts. I feel feverish. That's probably too clinical. And then you'd probably say, "Well, are you really feverish, or do you feel feverish?" I said, "Well, that's why I put feel. You know, because I, I, I was thinking about that tort reform, so I put that feel in there just for the tort people." 
Could we practice Robert's Rules of Order if we do have a meeting between our, you and me, uh, Sweetheart Incorporated? Anyway, sorry about that. I did my, I've got a mouthful of Sweetheart words in my mouth, uh, you know, bottle caps, spree. That was it. It took me, you know, what did that take me, four minutes to remember those? That actually sounds good, though. Spree fever. That's That'll be my uh, dystopian novel. 2030 Gingerbread Press. Spree fever. The Candy Chronicles. I guess I have I already have the the Candy War stories. So, Spree Fever. I like that Spree Fever. Now I'm pleased with myself. So we better move on. So if you're new here, uh, here's a couple of things. These intros are usually like this. It's to kind of get you know a lot of people fall asleep during the intro. It's to set the mood that you don't got to take me seriously. You don't got to really listen too closely, but you can. Uh, to let you know, I'm your boyfriend, but I'm fallible. You know, I'm not a guru, but, uh, you know, I'm, I've, I spill a lot of goop. And, you know, to, to talk about strange things. But you say, well, okay, yeah, I don't have to take him seriously, but it's preferable. Listening to him over talk about candy is way preferable than tort reform in bed. You know, for sure. I can, I mean, I'm pretty confident in that. And yes, I know there's a percentage of people that I drive up a wall. So, and, and they've probably already stopped listening. And if you're still listening, you know, give it a couple of tries. I'm not trying to do the, I'm not an antagonist. I'm trying to make a podcast to help people fall asleep. I hope it works for you. Doesn't work for everybody, but I do hope it works for you. I hope it helps you out because I've been there in the deep dark night, tossing and turning and not being able to fall asleep so I can relate. So I'm glad you're here. I appreciate your time, and I really hope I really yearn to help you fall asleep, all right?